Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Rob Fisher is the Fish Nation. Pre and post game for Grizz on Valley Sidelines. Odds couple over at Grind City Media. What uh, what season does this make for you, Fish Nation, with the Grizz? This is, uh, I believe, 17 or 18. Yeah, I forget. It's it's the, I mean, the, it's in the media guide. I know that seventeen or eighteen. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember which one it is. I want to say seventeen. Though. I know you like this. Is it's not a normal thing. Like when you take a you know a gig to like to consider. Oh, I'm, I think I'm going to be here for you know ten years, and then you know you know it's not a human thing. But like, does it ever like kind of start like, damn, I, I, I've been doing this for you know <laughs> seventeen, eighteen years, man. That's a long time. <laughs> Yeah, it's because I think back of uh, how things were when I first started. And, you know, we used to interview the guys from the other team. And I got pictures of me interviewing, like, Grant Hill. And I'm like, man, that was a long, long time ago. And, and me, like, pictures of me wearing, like, a Navy suit with, like, just regular black shoes. <laughs> I mean, that's weird. So, uh, so yeah, it's, uh, it, it's crazy. I, I love it. And, the thing that I always think about when I think about it, the years that I've been with the team, just being there throughout the entire grit and grind era from, from day one. And, you know, my first season was Mike Conley's first season and uh, to see those guys grow and um, you know, and now for two of them to be out of the league is uh, or three of them to be out of the league is quite remarkable that, um, you know, to be there throughout that entire run was certainly special. How are we feeling about things, uh, Rob, after? Obviously, we have one result, Pelicans, you know, second unit, uh, not able to give you a ton. But, but, but two, you know, uh, you'll get a bear to Jaron Jackson Jr., certainly offensively, we're hoping. Just where are you on this team? And uh, even more shorthanded tonight, don't have Luke Kennard, obviously in concussion protocol, going up against the defending champs. Where are we through one? Um, fine. I, I mean, I, I – uh... There were a lot of things in game one that I think you could point to and say, well, that shouldn't happen. You know, Jaron Jackson Jr. shouldn't have just as many field goal attempts as he had and just nine points and had just four, I think, going into the fourth quarter. Um, Luke Kennard shouldn't go for five from three, especially when all five of them are great looks. Um, so, I mean, there were, there were some things that they didn't hit shots. And, you know, I, I think this, that what we learned from game one is, is what we should take away here in this first well, especially 25 games of the season, the margin of error is very small, mm-hmm. and and it, you know they they don't have much room to say. Well, they just didn't shoot well tonight. Well, they're not going to be able to overcome that. Right. 
Um, so they can't overcome those short, shortcomings. And, you know, they're going to have to play well. Everybody's got to play above their heads, and, and next man up's got to step up. I mean, you, you got everything you wanted from Xavier Tillman the other night, but, um, you know, you didn't get what you need from Jaron. You, you didn't get what you need from Luke. Um, so, you know, it's, uh, they'll, they'll be fine. It's just they, they can't – they don't have much room for air. And, and, and that's, uh, you know, that, that's because you got a couple of guys that are out and a couple of key guys uh, that are out for you at this point. Yeah, it's just it's. I mean, it's it's just a lot to ask. It's a, it's a pretty tall task. I mean, that and and that being the case, like I just don't think there's a lot of you know with that. There's not a lot of room to sort of be critical. I will say, like you know this as well as anybody, the the home court advantage inside FedEx Forum is as good as really any other in the NBA. I mean, it's it's recognized as that. It's priced as that regularly when you're talking about these numbers here. Um, and isn't I mean there is a psyche to this, right? There is a professional athlete psyche. With a team like the Nuggets, you know, I kind of almost wish it was like the Lakers or you know the the Warriors or somebody like that because the Nuggets are sort of robotic. But isn't this the kind of spot where we see all the time in the NBA where you got guys down, you got guys out that they you know are in this and maybe even have a chance to win it at the end of the game? Yes, in fact, when the line was three and a half, I, I was. I was all excited for the Grizzlies um, because that line just didn't make a lot of sense. Now it's up to five and a half, so it's making a little more sense uh, for the Nuggets being favored tonight. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think just when you expect this team's going to lay down and, and let their opponent just roll all over them, uh, that, that's when they can come and, and suddenly knock down shots and, and suddenly play together as a unit and, and, and get a big win. So, yeah, I, I expect the Grizzlies to compete tonight, and, and I expect the Grizzlies to have a chance to win tonight against the Denver Nuggets. They've been great. I mean, speaking of betting numbers, uh, they're 9-1 and one against the spread. Their last 10 at home against the Nuggets, uh, and nine of those 10 have gone under as well. So just a couple of trends for you when you're looking at tonight's game. But, it's uh, yeah, I, I expect them I, I expect them to come out and play. You know, the thing that was most disappointing about game one was – Taylor Jenkins called a timeout in that game and just lit into the team, just lit into the team because he didn't like their body language. And, and he said from, from day one of training camp, we've talked about it, moving on to the next play and how our body language can dictate how we're playing. And he said, your body language sucks right now and it needs to be better. And, and he said, I don't care about the score. I care about how you guys play. And right now we're just not playing to our standard. And they came out and they played a little bit better after that timeout. But you know, that, that was one of the big things. This, this team believes in itself. This team believes that, that they can compete on a nightly basis with anybody in the league. And, and to have the home record that they had last year, it'd be a little surprising to start the season 0-2 at home, uh, where they dominated a year ago with the best record in the league. So, um, yeah, they'll, uh, they'll come up. It was the same thing I thought of going into game one. This team's not going to lay down and die. They're just not. Um, they're, they're too good for that. So I, I expect a pretty good effort tonight from this team. I do too. And, and, and it'd be not, you mentioned the word, uh, surprising. I just, were you, were you Rob surprised at all? Were you surprised by Sunday's news that we got on Steven Adams? And, and I only ask that because obviously I ask it that way because Steven, you know, despite the organization saying everything looks good and pretty much top to bottom, you know, Steven would say, say you know, it'd be irresponsible. I think it was on media day. If I said I was yeah. fully back, so so was it a surprise or kind of based on you know maybe some of the signs there at the end was it was it not one for you based on what you'd seen? Well, I think when we visited last time, you, you even asked me yep. about 
Stephen Adams and asked if I, you know, that's right. That's felt right. good about it. And I said, no, not until I see him. That's right. <laughs> not until I see him on the floor. So I don't, I don't think it, you weren't, it, it, it didn't, it didn't shock me. I mean, it may be surprised a little bit, but it didn't shock me. I mean, this is, this is an injury that last, Oh, February, we thought he was close to being back last April. We saw him warming up before a game when the day before he was supposed to be cleared and then they shut him down for the remainder of the regular season and then ultimately shut him down for the rest of the season. Um, Not having the surgery, coming back, playing the two games that he did, he looked good. It just felt like everything was back to normal. Uh, And then all of a sudden he shut down for the entire season. And so I guess it did hit me with a little bit of a surprise, just in in a disgusting way. (laughs) But but um, but not shocked, not shocked just because it was such a weird injury, and it's been a weird injury from the beginning, and it's just like something that they haven't been able to figure out. And uh, so now hopefully this surgery will take care of it and he'll be ready to go next year. But it was um, just a crushing blow to a team that's already without John Moran for 25 games. And, you know, my whole goal for this season was to see how many games your starting five could play together because mm. they had played – 21 games total over the last two years. That's crazy. 21 over the last two years. And uh, so I, I was hoping when Ja got back, he'd have 57 games. And I thought, could we, is, is asking for 30 games when you're starting five too much? Well, apparently it is because now you're going an entire season without, without your starting five. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Again. Yeah, I mean, I think, and again, I don't even mean this as a criticism, but like, you know, we, we know about the, the new offense, right, with, with uh, the new assistant, St. Andrews, and we're going to re – I think the way Taylor put it in the offseason was we're going to reinvent the wheel, right? We're going to just re- totally, re- re- you know, renovate our offense. But, like, how can you possibly do that right now? You know what I mean? Like, I know they've been working right. on it, they've been installing stuff, but it's like how can you possibly try to, like, sort of, you know, uh, roll out this new offense and, and, and you don't even know – like, you don't even have players. Like, you don't even have, like, continuity at all. So I, I, don't, I don't know what you do, but it just feels like we, we talk about availability. We don't talk a, enough about the fact that we're asking all these new faces and young players to also institute this brand-new offense uh, in the offseason. Like, it's, like it's, it's a huge task that they have. Yeah, I mean, look at Marcus Smart. He played one game in the preseason, and he's throwing lobs to yep. Stephen Adams, running pick and roll with yep. Stephen Adams, dishing it out to Santi Aldama, and now, now he gets into his first game, and it's like, all right, well, none of those guys are around, uh, so it's all different guys. So yeah, it's very difficult, and you know, it, it feels as though at least the talk from Taylor Jenkins and the talk uh, from the media with it, it, during his uh, pregame availability in Game One. It, I mean, it sounds like this team's ready to jack 43s a game. Yeah. Uh, the, ter- the term that is used now is take more, make more. And, and I think that's what we're going to have to see. And, you know, that's scary because the Grizzlies just haven't been a very good three-point shooting team. But it also – the Grizzlies' record the last two years is unbelievable when they shoot just 34% from three. Mm. That's it. Just 34%. 
So that's all you're asking is 34%, and we'll see if they can do it. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see. I, I haven't really seen, I don't think, or noticed and felt like, boy, this offense looks really different. Because I think it goes back to what you're saying, John. I mean, you've got a bunch of different guys. Yeah. And, and you've had different guys in camp and different guys now to start the season. So I, I, Lionel Hollins used to say it all the time, chemistry is something you have to rebuild every single year. And, and I think that's something the Grizzlies need to do right now before they can actually, you know, get in a good groove because uh, so much has happened, so much has changed. And when you lose that main cog in your offense like a Steven Adams, well, and that's what you've been working on all during camp. Well, now you got to change it all. So I, I think it's going to take a minute for the Grizzlies to get into a real groove. Uh, and right now you just try to survive through it. you, you got to survive and then hopefully get into a groove. Do you, do you though, Rob, anticipate? Because I know after the Stephen Adams news, we, you know, much of the, the you know, you come in here and it's, oh, they're going to have to do something. You know, whether you stand pat right now and you add that body for Josh or now, but maybe come trade deadline after you've surveyed the land, you got to make a move with – would you anticipate that in, in a season like this, like you said, I mean, these guys are still young, but, you know, your, your main guys are under contract, what, the next three years, so you are on the clock. Um, would you anticipate a move, you know, by trade deadline for, for a front office that, you know, knowing what we do about this front office? Yes, I would. Okay. Um, because I, I think you're the, – the window's not wide open anymore. I'm with you. I mean, it, it, it was a couple of years ago, and right now it's not as wide as it was. And I don't think you have the luxury of just throwing a season away. Right. And, and I think the team that you have right now, um, I, I think this team, the way it's constructed right now, can still compete, can still finish in the top four or five in the Western Conference, um, can still be there in the postseason. I just don't think they can win a championship. Mm-hmm. And, and ultimately, that's the goal of this team. This is where we are in the development of this team. It's no longer, oh, let's just make the playoffs or yep. let's just uh, get as high of a seat as we can. You know, two years ago, finishing second, that was cute. You know, the, the young, yep. plucky team that overachieved. Yep. Last year, you know, that first year was like house money. Last exactly. year was, oh, okay, here we go. And then you get bounced in the first round of the playoffs. And now it's like, all right, now there are expectations for this team. And, and I think those expectations are to contend for a championship. And I think with Steven Adams' injury, I, I just don't think they can. Well, and, you know, life comes at you fast, right? I mean, yeah. it, it just it, – it, it, nope, the, the, the NBA does not wait around, you know, to the point. You know, you got to – it, the, the, the burden is on you to keep up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like yeah. the NBA ain't gonna slow down. So I, I am hopeful that there is some, uh, there is some uh, aggressiveness, and I, I suspect you know there, there will be. They know, they know what they have to do. Uh, last night, uh, Fish, it was. It, I, I don't want to say it was a, uh, a, a throwback LeBron performance because it was, <laughs> it was decidedly not old LeBron, but it was in terms of the way that it, it is amazing. It, it is Brady esque the way that this dude can still take over a game at 38, isn't it? And, and you kind of expect it as it's happening, you almost feel like he can't do this again, you know? And, 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 and then he just does. He's, um, he's amazing. I was talking to some friends last night who were all excited because they got tickets to go see LeBron against the Grizzlies this year, and it's the first time that they've ever seen him. And, oh, wow. And, yeah. and, and I tell them, you know, I told them, I said, it's, it's, 
it's, it's, it's a once in a generation type talent. I mean, he's just, he's, he's, he's so different. And to even watch him today and I get the, I get the luxury of being able to watch up close. Yep. Um, he's just, um, he's just, he's just smarter than everybody on the floor. Just knows the, knows the game and knows himself better than any, you know, anybody else on the floor. And, and just knows knows the time when he needs to shine. Yep. Knows that knows the time when he needs to make the basket, and just does it and, and does it. And um, yeah, it's it's incredible because you think you want to think he's getting old, but maybe he's just getting wiser. <laughs> he's certainly getting wiser, man. There's no doubt about it. Fish, you're the best, dude. Appreciate Thank you this so as always, much, Fish. We'll see you tonight. Sounds good, fellas. Go Grizz. Yes, yes sir. sir. He is Rob Fisher, Fish Nation, Valley Sports pre post and. Sidelines. Yeah. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Listen to every MLB game live The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone Stream minor league affiliates The Midwest League home run leader And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.